everyone, and welcome back to the Lava Pool. I'm your host, Sam, Dr. Fidget Arsmar. And this week, I have a very special intro topic, and my first guest is going to be Toller Webb. Toller, how are you doing? I, I'm doing well. I'm, uh, yep. And what is our intro topic for this week? Well, the, the problem with the intro topic is that we have to come up with it, so we decided to make everything easier by making it so the intro topic was, what intro topic will we do? Thank, um, thanks for pulling the curtain back and not just going with it, but okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, so again, I'll ask, what's our intro topic today? <laughs> our intro topic today, uh, my, my favorite suggestion is to do baby tapus. Um, so namely, like, what the cutest baby tapu is, mostly because I want to talk about how cute baby tapu Coco would have been. Okay. Mm. Yep. I don't know how to respond to that, so I'm just going to move on to our next guest. We have Oliver Smith Valenti. How are you doing? I'm real good today, actually. All right. Um, What is our intro topic today? Our intro topic is our five least favorite things about Incineroar. (laughs) Okay. And what are your five? Uh, I didn't plan this. Number one, it's a buff cat. That's not really a Pokemon. I don't like Pokemon that are too much like humans. It weirds me out. Here's looking at you, Bisharp. Okay. Two, I don't like how his hand keeps on, like, grasping at air as though he's making a point. (laughs) It's It's a little unnerving. Three, I don't like how his signature move is a professional wrestling move. Again, that's something people do, not something cats do. Four, I don't think starters should be dark types. It's weird. I think dark is, like, kind of a cool type. I think it's like having a dragon-type starter. I'm not okay with it. Uh, five, I think Toracat might secretly be better than Incineroar once Intimidate comes out. Okay, Toracat. you just sold me on why Incineroar might be the best starter of all time. <laughs> I have that effect. <laughs> Uh, exactly the reverse of what you intend to do. Yeah, my no, life is... All that stuff sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the real oh, question yeah. is what kind of sandwich Incineroar would eat? Oh, probably a burnt, crappy sandwich because he's like a fire cat or whatever. Uh, something <laughs> spicy with a lot of peppers on it. No, I think I think it's definitely a meat sandwich because he has to maintain those muscles somehow, you know? Yeah. There's definitely some some bologna in there, and also some turkey, and also, also some chicken. because a cat's part of what it means to be a feline is that you eat more protein and meat than any other class of mammal or uh, order yeah. of mammal. Yeah. So yeah. Really? Healthy. That's yes. how it works. That's part of the definition of a feline. Wow! I wish I went to college and knew that. Oh, I didn't learn in college. Um, I learned on Wikipedia because I looked up cats. And I was like, cats <laughs> eat cats, cats eat a lot of meat. Um. And then what was, what was the last, oh, um, the most important part, the most important thing to ask, throwback to last week's intro topic, what kind of naked air guitar would Incineroar play? That's the real question. <laughs> he probably keep doing that hand thingy with his left hand. Like, yeah. And you do that, like, on the strings, and you'd be like, yeah, I'm Incineroar. And then you, like, like crowd surf with m- malicious moonsault. Oh, yeah, definitely with malicious moonsault. Yeah. Yep, he would end up what killing, tra- like, five that's people. That's my actual number five. That is the worst friggin' name for a stupid move I've ever heard. Malicious moonsault? What's it doesn't make any a, sense. Why is it a no board? reference to Darkest Lariat. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm very angry about it. I don't know what a Lariat is. The whole thing is just like nonsense. I feel like it's like Google Translate. Like, I don't know. It's it, Localization team, you need to step up. I'm sorry. You need to feel more inspired. They do no, such a good no, job, usually. They're they are clearly is. just wrestling fans. And, well, no. I don't watch wrestling. I can respect it. I mean, why are the wrestlers evil? That's the real question. Yeah, why are like, they why evil? Is why, evil? Why is wrestling's a noble... John Cena's such a nice guy! <laughs> yeah, and Hulk Hogan... Oh, so he... oh, oh, oh. oh, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so John Cena... Incineroar's just a heel, and he's getting a lot of heat from both of you right now, so it's okay. clearly working. Good tie-in, good tie-in. I see how it is. Liberal arts. If only I knew more about wrestling. 
There's not much to know. Professional wrestling <laughs> it is. Real, <laughs> apparently there's a lot to know. Real wrestling is like a real thing. You know, pro wrestling is just kind of like, you know, like a soap opera that unfolds like sweaty, oily dudes. Is my understanding. Exactly. It's my amateur, you know, opinion. See, what if it, instead of sweaty, oily dudes, it was cats? Sweaty, oily cats. Well, cats can't sweat. Wait, no, can they? Dogs can't sweat. I don't know if cats can sweat. But th- they don't need to keep sweating. Just, they sweat once. Just being cats doing soap opera stuff. Oh, with his hand, dude. What if Incineroar was in a soap opera and wore, no, wore dude, a tux? No, uh, Incineroar would be in Hamlet, because he's doing like, a thing with his hand. He's like, to be or not to be, you know? Oh, he would be Hamlet. He'd be That's Hamlet, because he's hamming well, it Well, Hamlet is he's sort of like a fiery fiery person with a, a, fiery with a dark dude. background. And his uncle gets killed, which is kind of like Professor Kukui. Okay, I'm, I lost this thread. Um, I mean, like, if Incineroar's uncle is Professor Kukui, are we saying Professor Kukui is a Pokemon? Because uh, that's pretty pretty that. far gone. Yeah, let's move off that topic. Right. Okay, so um, U.S. Nationals <laughs> or I guess North American Internationals got announced finally. USA. Uh, is... Yeah, <laughs> we're we're going back to Indianapolis. Yes. One year off in Columbus. I love Indianapolis. Just kidding. I do. I love it. It's my favorite. I missed it. It's, nice um, it's a little bit earlier this year. Um, usually it's on the 4th of July this week. It is June 30 to mm-hmm. July 2. Okay. Yep. So slightly off. We don't get to, I don't get to wear my USA shirt while going X5. I was actually thinking that. Yeah, you can still do that. Uh, oh, perfect. Perfect. My, my local hockey team is called the Rochester Americans. I was thinking about getting a jersey because it just says Americans on it. And then, I, and then I could wear it to like Pokemon World. So it costs like $80 and it's like a little too much for a gag. So I don't know. Why is yeah. it $80? Because you're supporting your local minor... I actually haven't looked up. It's probably like $40 in minor leagues. I don't know. How much can a minor league hockey team jersey cost? Yeah, that's not a real... That's $80 is not a real cost. I, I just don't agree Yeah, that's that probably that's actually probably how much like a Sabres jersey is. I, I probably totally made that up. Okay, yeah, I'm totally getting a Rochester Americans jersey. Yeah. I'm just going to go around <laughs> chanting USA at people and be like, who's this obnoxious guy? Yeah, no, it, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great time. That's more Oliver than playing Pokemon is, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't even like Pokemon, which like I, people always say, but like I truly believe it. I, I always like hate myself while I'm playing. So, yeah, I, I, I don't. Crazy. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry you're on the oh. Pokemon podcast right now. <laughs> I know, right? Man. What life choices I... led me to being here right now? <laughs> uh, intro topic this week should have been what's your favorite thing about Indianapolis or, oh. or been best cheesy. restaurant in Indianapolis? I would have said like none that. of them or nothing. Oh, I have actually a really good answer to that. It's the White Castle there because they offered me a job because I said thank you. Really? I swear to God. They're like, that's so nice of you. You want to work here? I'm like, no, I do not. That's that's really cute, Oliver. Wendy's offer me jobs just for being a customer, which is weird. Wendy's is Wow. I secretly love Wendy's. Wendy's is great. I liked Wendy's more when I ate meat, aside from fish. Right. But they don't have a fish sandwich, so. Yeah, it's volunteer. Yeah. Mm. The fries are pretty solid, though. Ends up being that, like, Panera Bread is my best choice, which is sad, because it's Panera Bread. Yeah, Panera is not exceptional. No. No, it's pretty pretty sad. Pretty sad food. Oh, wait. All right. Um, I know. Hang on. Let me give a shout out to Drew Nowak, because I know he listens to this. Drew, in St. Louis, Panera is called St. Louis Bread Company, but has the same logo. Can you explain what's going on? Please leave a comment. Wait, what? 
Thank you, Drew. Wait, what? Yeah, I know, I'm serious. If you go to Panera, Panera suddenly turns into St. Louis Bread Company, and there's no more Panera. Panera never existed. It's like in uh, 1984 when, like, they decide, like, they're declaring war on, like, the different country, and everybody just pretends that, like, that's how it always was. That's what it's like when you go into St. Louis. What is Panera? I've never even heard of Panera. Is it, like, a person? Like, you know, that's, that's how St. Louis You know Panera what? But it's the St. Louis Bread Company all over the place. Right, exactly. So. That is bizarre. I... You know so many wonderful things, Oliver. Anyways, back to back to the city that we were talking about, Indianapolis. Yeah, Indianapolis. My favorite Midwestern city. Let's go, Indianapolis. What I'm upset so, about is that I already had my time to say my goodbyes and like go through the grieving process, and now we're coming back. Mm. It's like I, I broke up with someone, and now a year later, we're dating again. Mm. Not good. The, the good news is, unlike Columbus, they have a lot of places that are still open on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because... Mm-hmm. That was weird last year. Like Steak and Shake, yeah. everybody's favorite, completely uncontroversial eating locale. Yeah, by far one of the best places I've ever... What are you talking about, Oliver? I'm just saying, everybody loves Steak and Shake. It's not even really... Con- it's just a fact. That's how it is. Oh. That's, that's true. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty much uncontroversial that no one likes Steak and Shake, to be honest with you. Oh! It's... You, you can both be right here. <laughs> this is definitely a St. Louis Bread Company Panera situation. <laughs> <laughs> People like it because it's like the closest thing to the convention center. Yeah. That's like real food and it's open late and it's amazingly cheap. And they have milkshakes, which is like drinking for when you're under 21. Yeah. And people were under 21 the the last years because it was was earlier in time. Mm, Right. Now we're older. I know. Now now I'm an old man. I can drink now. It's so weird. I never thought I'd be. Oliver. That's weird. Don't talk about that. It is weird, so, right? I, I'm like, a, I feel like I'm a kid still, but I'm a man. I don't understand it. So, have either of you guys been to the Eagle's Nest, which is the restaurant at the top of the Hyatt? No. With the glass no. walls and it spins around. That sounds really fancy. Is it expensive? It is expensive, but it is totally awesome. All right. When, like, I, when I win nationals, I'm taking us out. All right. Or, or we could just go anyway. Yeah, we could. We could all go collectively and record a podcast in the Eagle's Nest. Oh, Eagle's Nest! Then we could say, hi, it's me, Sam, live from the Eagle's Nest. Oh, well, you know what this just made me think of? There's a giraffe giving birth right now. There's, like, a live stream of it. I clicked out of it to watch this, but... <laughs> what? It's, it's, like, at a zoo or something. It's, like, the Tampa Bay Zoo. Uh, the giraffe's giving birth. I think uh, it's in labor or something right now. So there's gonna be a cute little baby giraffe in the zoo within, like, a few hours. If you're listening to this, a new gi- baby giraffe has been born. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully something oh, didn't oh, go no. wrong. Without complications. <laughs> oh, it'd be really bad if you were wrong, Oliver. Be it'd be so bad. No, please, no. Um, <laughs> a child fell um, in with a no! birth giraffe. <laughs> no, and they had to shoot the giraffe. Baby giraffe. <laughs> they had to shoot the giraffe. <laughs> giraffe bay. Uh, it's okay. Anyway, it's okay. what's your favorite, like, actual favorite restaurant in Indianapolis? Most of my memories are at the Spaghetti Factory. To be honest with you, because uh, I ate at the Spaghetti Factory before finals, uh, uh, 2015, and then like 2012 and 2013, I ate there once each year, I think, and it was it was interesting. Also, my hotel was right across from it uh, in in 20, 2015. Nice. It was a good time. It was a great time, in fact. I'm trying to remember any restaurant I've been to in Indianapolis besides Steak and Shake. For whatever reason, it it like is my whole memory of Nationals. Oh, Noodles and Company. Noodles and Company. Oh, yeah, Noodles and Company, because that's where I met Conan. I'm like, what? Like, this is Conan? He's like a 50-pound like little Japanese kid. I thought he was going to be like 400 I remember pounds you. and like, about to body slam me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's be, let's be nice to Conan. 
No, were you guys there when we got the back room at the Hard Rock? Yeah, I was there. Oh yeah, I was there. Oh my god, that was I remember thirteen. My most distinct Hard Rock memory was from DC, actually, because uh, I was in a Hard Rock with Ben Kiriaku and uh, Steve Edgson and those people, and. Uh, ben Kiriaku told us the story of how he could chug things really quickly because he had been on the British party scene for a long period of time. And That's then he proceeded to drink a glass of water in under a second. It was insane. What? Yeah. It just like vaporized into his mouth. I was like, where did it go? Is there, there's still water in that glass, right? I haven't seen anything move. And he's moving. He's like, he puts it down. There's nothing there. Ben Kiriaku is such a legend. I know. <laughs> he's insane. Top five, like just Pokemon legends. I have no idea like how he exists or like what he does, but. He literally cosplayed as Gary Oak and won a national. <laughs> yeah. He, he is a furniture Oak salesman. With a Gary Oak team. Like, what, who is this guy? Like, we, we've never even heard of him. <laughs> I don't even think about that, but now that I remember, it's, wow. It's he's insane. a really special like, guy. Like, you sit down, you play some guys, like, oh, he's cosplaying as Gary Oak, like, free win, and it's Ben Gary <laughs> <laughs> One of One of the greatest like, video game players like of all good. time. He brought a floor just to Worlds in 2014. What a man. True life legend. True life legend right there. True legend. Shouts to Ben. Uh, yeah, we also found out about world states. Yes, yes. we did. True mm-hmm. facts. Um, this year it is August 18 through 20. Great. So Good dates. Slightly later than last time. Yep. Or the last few years. And it's in Anaheim, California. Forgive me, I haven't been in a school in a long time. When do people start going back to that it depends based um, on like grade level and stuff i think it's good it's a lot of kids freshman orientation which sucks this is indeed if i was a freshman it would be my orientation yeah um it was my orientation last year it was very frustrating but we all know that going to college is the death sentence of any good pokemon player so um talk to wolf click about that and harrison sailor <laughs> as always there are exceptions but and enosh pour one out for ben rothman that's that's it's really i mean ben rothman didn't want to play pokemon anymore once he got to college it was okay yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. You know. Like, college didn't kill him. He just didn't want to play. Right. I promise. It, it killed him as a Pokemon player. Sure, because he had other things he could... It's okay. It's not a big deal. Anyways, yeah, it's the same weekend as uh, college orientations. Uh, it's a lot easier to skip days of high school in the beginning of the year, although not great because it's your first syllabus week and oftentimes your only syllabus week. Um, yes. Otherwise... It's doable. I always wish it would be a little earlier, but then when I'm actually preparing for Worlds, if I'm actually preparing for Worlds, uh, it, I always want it to be later. It's always weird because so. the meta starts earlier now, so it's like Worlds is in like... it's not even, The meta's not even finished by the time we get to Worlds. Or not even like close to... I mean, True. the meta never finishes, but like it's like very underdeveloped come Worlds time. Yeah, because we've only been playing with it for like nine months at that point. Like 2014 yep. was still really weird. Like... <laughs> Yeah, there was still a lot of strange stuff going on in 2014. Like uh, like Dane from Australia, his top four team. It was like nuts. I don't remember everything about it. but I was like, what? Like I don't know. Just... I remember that. I don't remember the team, but I remember how weird it was. It was like Lucario, was Lapras. Mo Rotom team? Or... No, that's, Mo Rotom was, was second. That was, that, was, that was Jody. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't Jody. No, I, I no, thought no, there no. were multiple Mo Rotom. Jody had Mo Rotom. No, there was Rotom fan. That's what I'm thinking. There was fan! A Rotom, there was Rotom that's fan. what it was. That's oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Henrique. I, or Henrique. I don't know how you say his name, but yeah. Why, but also, okay. Yeah. USK Kosuke, like, shows up with, like, a self-loathing 2014 team. He's like, I hate this meta. He gets stopped with, like, Aerodactyl. Like, just move spam. I don't know. It's just crazy. 2014, early 2014 was such a weird, weird time for Pokemon. 
It was weird for you, Oliver, but I don't know why we're reminiscing on that when we found out about World's Day. I know. I'm sorry. I, I got, <laughs> maybe don't linear podcast not happening. It's okay. We're about to get to the non-linear portion of this. Yes. Um, speaking of the metagame, the oh, metagame, metagame. Is topic. The metagame. Yes. I take it this yeah. was why you wanted both of us on here, Fidget, for all the difficulties yeah, that Oliver I think introduces. Yeah, you guys were talking about this on Twitter, and it was not a good Twitter conversation, so I figured no. this would be a better platform. You're right. I knew it! You're actually totally right. It is a better platform. Uh, I, I I said to Oliver, dude, we need to stop talking about this on Twitter. It is a long conversation to have. Fair enough. I respect um, it. So, backstory to why that conversation happened, if you're not filled in, which you probably shouldn't be, I Twitter should have shortened it for you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, here's the start and here's the end. Um, but if you haven't even seen the conversation, I made a tweet about uh, how my understanding of the metagame was such that it was it had been necessary in the past to understand why standard was good and then make modifications on it or something like that. It was, it was a longer sentence than I could put in a tweet, uh, but it was necessary to understand why standard was good and that in 2017, uh, at least for now, it was just as necessary to understand... Uh, what the other options were aside from standard and then be creative about it. Not necessarily be creative for the sake of being creative, but to continue to look past uh, what is standard. Right. Um, that that would be a requisite for success, sort of. Uh, and Oliver made a tweet saying something along the lines of, what, Oliver? I don't, I don't really understand your tweet, I think is why I tweeted at you. <laughs> my, my point yeah, you was, said, I think this is wrong. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, uh, uh, my point was that I think standard's still really good. I think we just don't get it yet i think like the standard team hasn't really been ironed out yet because previously in every prior meta we've had stuff that's like obviously ridiculously good like kangaskhan xerneas you know whatever um in, yeah in this meta there's not we don't have like the freaking firepower that gen 6 had gen 6 is all about the firepower uh i'm, I'm gonna disagree with that because the beasts exist but go yes. on uh, the, the well beasts... you you are different than the rest of the people playing this metagame, Sam. I have always very firmly believed that fact. Yeah, Sam, you're like the only actual snowflake in the Pokemon community. You, like, you're, you're a snowflake. For the the rest way of you us, perceive the game isn't even standard. It's no. just like, you're just like, no, the best team is not what everyone thinks it is. It's great. I, I've always really appreciated your point of view. Yes. True so facts. yeah, um, not to say you're wrong. In fact, you were correct. The beasts do a lot of damage. The beast, actually, the beasts completely destroy my playstyle because it's like, oh, just sack um, this, and then it's like beast moves. It does that to a lot of things, as yeah. it turns out. I hate Cartana. <laughs> Cartana ruins my life. Cartana is great Pokemon. Cartana is really good. Um, Cartana is probably top five. But like the elements of a standard core were what we were discussing. Like what would exist that would become standard, or was perhaps oh I moving mean, in that direction. I think uh, it's like what I was talking about earlier. I think like so. What Toy and I tweeted about a little bit is I think we're starting to get a little bit of a sense of archetypes. So I think, yeah. like, kind of what you could call the standard kind of pick-up-and-go team is, like, Tapu Koko, Tapu Lele, like, Garchomp, Celesteela, and that's kind of like a switchy, balanced, uh, you know, normal guy team. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what to call it. Yeah. But, Filled uh, out with Arcanine or Mandibuzz or Snorlax. Ninetales. Yeah, stuff like Nine that. Ninetales. So it's kind of like, yep. it's good stuff It's like, you know, pick-up-and-play type thing. Uh, yep. We're also starting to see, obviously, Hard Trick Room, which, despite Gavin winning two regionals with it and everybody freaking out about Gavin's team, I really don't think anybody's actually responding to this well. But Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> it's really funny, to be honest with it's you. It's super funny. The thing, what I actually said about 2017 is that uh, in 2016, like you obviously have a lot of firepower, so it's kind of easy to use that, but you need to kind of figure out how to make your team like at least have some bulk or like some adaptability or some switchiness. 
Now yeah. all we have is that bulky adaptability switchiness, and we don't have any like firepower. So well, that's people... not necessarily true because well, we have we have Lele and we have Coco, and they do a lot of damage. They do a lot of damage. They don't do like they don't do like damage. damage and stuff. You know, or is there any damage? Well, there's Feramosa. Yeah, Feramosa, Nyligo both exist. Nyligo um, scares the hell out of there's the Pheromos or a Choreo strat. There's the Lilligant Torkoal strat. I think there are definitely options to deal damage. Right. What I'm but saying they is, haven't become standardized because the bulky options are more obvious than they were in 2016. Yeah, I think... So what I'm saying is a lot of what the metagame work that people are doing is is actually just figuring out ways to hit hard, which like aren't as obvious as they used to be. It's kind of my point. That's where like a lot of the effort of like people trying new things is going. That's interesting. Which we know... So we the idea had. of using like Swagger Feeny. That sort of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, I think about 2013, like, how Enosh had, like, the nasty plot, Life Orb Thunderous, and that was kind of, like, innovative, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of setup and or switching that if, that exists this year that just wasn't there last year. Definitely. Yeah. Other than setting up, um, what was it, Geomancy? Right. Yeah, I think I, for one, definitely underestimated how different 2017 was from 2016. Uh, because 2017, 2016, the cores kind of built themselves, and the question was how to beat them. Right. But as of now, the idea is, well, what has synergy? Um, the the cores that really stood out were like AFK and what you mentioned, Oliver, with the Lele Coco Garchomp Celestia and yeah. uh, P2 Araquanid, which can exist alongside uh, either of those cores in theory. Yeah, that's a pretty good team um, right there, actually. Just Celestia, Garchomp, Coco, Lele, P2 Araquanid. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, sometimes Arcanine over Lele on that version. Yeah, um, sure. Which shows up, which just showed up for me. It showed up for Anosh, and it showed up, I think, from some other players as well. Yeah, um, that's real solid. Um, the version with Arcanine, that is. So there is, there's some semblance of a standard team. Uh, I think it's more apt, and I think this is what I said. Uh, it's more apt to say that there are standard Pokemon. Yeah. To say there are standard teams, uh, which is. If there are just standard Pokemon then, rather than standard cores, then it means the metagame is still developing. Which reminds me uh, a lot of 2012. More. Like, very, very quickly it will be developing more until we come to a point where we have more standard cores. Yeah, but then like came 2013, we had that team at the end that was like Landris, Tyranitar, Crest, Heatran. Right. Uh, you know, that whole thing. So. To me, this feels the most like 2015, to be honest with you. Hmm. I don't, um, I don't totally because, agree, but that's interesting. I mean, 2015 kind of did this thing where it splayed out at the beginning. Um, into oh, a few different ideas. Because there, like there were like eight different megas people thought were good, and then it turned into it four. It kaleidoscoped a lot at yeah. the beginning and then narrowed out into into four or so <laughs> cores. Like Japan Sand, Gardevoir, and then Chalk. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much that. Uh, chalk and like some mega elements. Because then the Charizard teams turned into Kang teams. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, the Charizard teams were relevant in 2014 and ended up being the goal of the meta, but they were definitely not the goal of the meta no. uh, in 2015. Which is Which so is, weird. I thought it was interesting. It, 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 I think it's, it's partially because really, of Heatran. It's really instructive, actually, is what it is. It's, it's Heatran, and it's uh, Kang Got Better Partners in 2015. Yep. Yep. Um, Kang Crest is just like, Kang Amoongus Crest, Thunderous, you're like, heck yeah. Like, I thought... So chilling. Yeah. I thought it was funny, uh, because if you were to introduce... This is just an example of something. Uh, if you were to just introduce Terrakion into 2014, it would have been... Or, like, just introduce Terrakion in 2014 and Heatran, for example. Uh... Uh, then Terrakion Charizard would have been broken. Yeah, it would because have of Lander, because of Lander's T, and because of all these other things, like Terrakion was a non-factor in 2015. In spite of Kang, in spite of yeah. the things that were Fighting Week and also Rock Week, exactly. uh, Lander's T just ended up being better Pokemon. But sort sort of served the same function. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're like you can't have both on the team, and Lander's is just ridiculous. Yeah, you um, need an Intimidate because it's Kang, the Kang meta, you know. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I think the thing with uh, this metagame 2017 is that it's sort of still kaleidoscoping because there are a lot of individual players that are very strong. And I'm curious to see if it, it will follow a similar pattern where it narrows into some certain organizations like AFK uh, and then P2 Araquinid separately and then yeah. uh, stuff with Celestial separately. Or if it will simply become one, there will be one or two really notable standard teams by the time that Worlds comes around and the question will be how to beat that. Um, yeah, that's. I'm really curious about how that's going to function. My personal but idea me, is, yeah. I really think that this is like one of the only metas I've experienced where, like, I feel like really good offense is like good, balanced is good, and like even defense is good. Like, like the Mandibuzz thing, like the Mandibuzz Finny, like kind of really take your time team. Yeah, I think that's also Though with the tailwind multiple times. Yeah, yeah that, that's all really good. Which is like, so I like don't I can't. I really, I think AFK is kind of on the way out, but like, I don't see like a whole like style of play dying is kind of my point, which is which is that, not what happened in other metas. AFK espouses, yeah, it feels it feels stylistically diverse to me. So. Yeah, it feels like anybody anybody can like any snowflake can like pick up a team and like have something to like, uh, like be playable, you know, like be like actually yeah. playable. And I think what I was really trying to get at is that there were answers to those things that that are standing out, those Pokemon that are standing out that aren't being explored yet. Yes. Um, and I was trying to say that without saying use these or use this because I want players to not stick to what seems good at the beginning like they would at 2015 or 2016. Yes. Because that was a smart call then. Yeah. But uh, this metagame is a little bit different in that you you really need to, to, to truly do well at events. Uh, and you need to do it anyways if you want to win events um, in 2016. But uh, players need to like look past those things that are established as good and sincerely make an effort to look into those things that do things differently and then have different play styles or not comfortable and then learn to do those as well. Mm. Um, but it's, it's a very complex thing and it's something you always have to do in Pokemon, but uh, this metagame is a little, perhaps a little more pronounced. It's, it's necessary rather than almost optional. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there's not like a lot of things you, teams you just kind of pick up and play, I think. So you really got to... Yeah. Make your own way. Um, yeah. Setup's going to get really good. I think I, I think setup is going to be like a big tool for offense because a lot of these teams are so passive that you can get up boosts pretty easily. Um, that's interesting. I don't think with beasts that that's necessarily true. Yeah, it might just be like because I think Sam might agree with me there. I play very defensive, yeah. so you know it's different. Like putting a Z move on an Ultra Beast <laughs> means you pretty much have a nuke immediately, and then oh, you have God. a Beast boost, so you have more nukes. Yes. Yeah, you're it right, just actually. keeps snowballing. Yeah. And I, and I actually hate playing as Fairmosa. that. Really. I get destroyed by that usually. So, yep. Yeah. So there's a so. playstyle that counters your idea of what the proper playstyle is, Oliver. Yeah, definitely. That, that which is what's good. I like that. I mean, I like that. I think a lot of different types of players are being challenged. Is kind of my point. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely seeing a lot of challenges to my own way of playing the game for sure. Yeah. And I think that's a really good thing. And I'm not saying the metagame is hard for everyone, uh, but people that are willing to look into new methods like Fidget's done well. Uh, I know she's done well, and I've seen some of those teams that he's putting out, and I can't share, but I will say that they're not normal. Um, no, he's never uh, he's never been a normal team builder. Yeah, and if you, I mean, if you saw what he did at um, San Jose, that was weird, and what he brought to Dallas was weird, and that's good. I think I think it's good that the stuff looks weird to me because that means there's a stylistic difference between what he thinks is good and what I think is good in terms of how to play it. Definitely. Yeah, and it's all gonna pay off eventually. On that topic, how is Ashton doing this year? He's uh, he's kind of memeing. I don't know. I haven't heard much from him. 
But... He's got real life stuff to worry about, if yeah. I remember correctly. Okay. Um, I I haven't seen him at all. No, he, he got picked up for like point five k or something in NPA. Like he got traded for like a bag of pucks. Like so, all the managers are playing hot potato with him. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, which is I mean like I'm in sort of that situation because uh, I'm in college and I have limited event accessibility. Ah, uh, but I try to stay active. I try to think about the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, there's, there's so many interesting things going on in the metagame. I really, the thing I've been really thinking about is I think I've been trying to, I've been playing against Gyarados a lot, and Gyarados has been giving me a really hard time. Um, Gyarados is terrible. Do no. you think so? No, it's, it's not terrible. I've seen it do well at high ladder. And not that I've yeah. been on high ladder, but I like to research replays. Um, That's another one of those things that was really popular for like the first month and then just kind of disappeared. Well, I can see yeah. kind of making a comeback because I mean it's like it's like an alternative intimidate. I think I really have a lot of gripes with Arcanine like as a Pokemon, so I'm glad there's like another intimidate Pokemon that's trying to like do well. Um, yeah, it's 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 always done well in these kind of restricted metas. It was good in 2014. Um, Hydro Vortex is good for it. Oh, I, th- I think it's interesting. It doesn't have a movie. Bounce whenever whenever Bounce is legal, Bounce will be great. Bounce will be great. Yeah. Z bounce. Yeah, of course. Specifically. Z bounce. Z bounce. Well, I Z mean, bounce. if you want an intimidator with a Z flying move, there's already Salamence. <laughs> True. Wait, what's with what's his fly? Oh, with fly. Yeah. yeah. Sure. No. Fly is better than bounce. <laughs> You're right. It's true. I mean, uh, it doesn't have a paralysis chance, so I don't know why anyone would ever use it. <laughs> no. That's that's true. Um, I didn't even think about that because Mints. Uh, I tried using Hint Power Poison Mints for a while, and it was like almost good, but it didn't quite work. What? He doesn't have water moves, which is like, or he has Hydro Pump. Yeah, he doesn't have a physical water move. No. Aside from Aqua Tail, and Aqua Tail's okay, but he's not stab water, so it's like. It's like uh, how does he fight Arcanine exactly? Uh, but it, yeah, yeah. Dracos. If he's if he's devastating Drake, but then there's all these tapus. But back. then you you Draco Meteor and your Z Fly and you're you're done. You're done, Zo Dog. Yes. <laughs> Use all your moves. Men's channel weird time. I think you can make a comeback like late, late meta. Late, late meta. But I don't, I don't see that coming Um, I see a lot of things happening that haven't happened yet. I, I hope I see a few of the things that I want to see happen happen. Well, let's talk say, about them. But... Yeah, I don't want to talk about them because they're my ideas too. Oh, they're, they're probably ideas. wrong. I'll sp- they're not I'll... secret ideas. Um, it's just stuff with like. Well, what, when is your next event? <laughs> what are the odds of these things not having come and gone by the time you have to play again? Um, I mean, the time I have to play again, but also I'm on your NPA team. True. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could use that trump card. I'll, I'll talk about uh, some of my ideas, because I'm not really... I'm curious to see if they happen, mostly. Yeah. Uh, I think Buzzwold could come up, too. I'm interested in Buzzwold being good. I know mm-hmm. he's not like the big... Uh, Ultra Beast guy, but he's got good yeah. stats. He's got good typing, so maybe he could be good. It's the seventh best Ultra Beast. The seventh best Ultra Beast, but maybe the Ultra Beasts are just that good. Are are there seven Ultra Beasts? Yes. What you're saying? There's two versions. exclusives. Carton and Celestial and Buzzwell. Yeah, I I had to keep Buzzwell off my All Beast team because there's only six slots. <laughs> I love wow. that. Poor Buzzwell. It might be the only <laughs> poor Buzzwell dude. Yeah, the, the Ultra Beast actually did end up all being really good, which is funny. I remember when they first like were announced, people were like, these are going to be like the sex specs Pokemon, and then people were like, no, they're all going to suck, their stats are too weird. And now we're kind of in the spot where like they're kind of running the meta, but like they're not like amazing. They're all they're all probably top like 30, except for Guzzlord. Sorry, Sam, I don't, don't think Guzzlord's anymore. No, Gu- yeah, Guzzlord's actually pretty good. I think Guzzlord is 7th best. Guzzlord's, so I just remember Guzzlord. I'm sorry, Sam, Guzzlord is 7th best. That's, that's untrue. <laughs> Guzzlord is at least better than Buzzwolf. 
I don't know, man. Wow. I don't know. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, when Feramosa exists, when Feramosa exists, how can you even play Puzzle? It's true. Um, Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I guess Felstinger. But... Yeah, really. Is guys already like even bulky? I'd have to like do calcs. I don't even know what it does. Yeah, it it has like Blissey level HP. Yeah, yeah, but it has like uh, Carvana level special defense. <laughs> it mm. doesn't take a Moonblast. No, but it D- depends what it's from. Oh, that's true. It does take a Moonblast from like a, a Feeny. Like really? I I had um, Assault Vest and I took like 70 percent from Inash's Specs Finny Dazzling Gleam. You're kidding. Oh yeah. No, I. I had taken Chip down to like eighty percent already, and then I lived that and snarled him, and it was it was fun. That's really funny. Lord is always bulkier than you think it is, Oliver. Yeah, that's something I I respected for, but I I personally am making the argument that I don't think the offense is valuable enough. But you also have the stab snarl, which true. does like thirty percent to everything. Yeah, and then once you get a beast boost, you can just start knocking things out with snarl, which is hilarious. Or you can just Draco things to nuke them. It's, I always forget about beast boost. That honestly, yeah, you might be right. I don't know. <laughs> I appreciate your opinion on it. It's no soul it, heart, but it is. It is good. What is soul heart? Is that Magirna's ability or whatever? It's Magirna's ability. It says whenever something faints and Magirna is on the field, Magirna gets a special attack boost. What? So like it's partners, it's beast boost, but better. What? Magirna doesn't have to do the knocking out, or like your your Arcanine can flail blitz the opposing Tapu Koko and knock out the Tapu Koko knockout itself, and Magirna gets to plus two. Oh my god, it's insane. <laughs> okay, Magirna, you're crazy. Yeah, actually, speaking of NPA, that's our next topic. Yeah, NPA started again. Uh, I think I should let you two managers go off on whatever you want to say. Yeah, I I got a team again this year after not having one for two years, so I'm I'm pretty happy about that. Well, Oliver, you are manager or assistant manager of the of the rollouts. rollouts. I'm the assistant manager, sort of. Okay. Ben is the title manager, but I do all the heavy lifting because Ben's never oh, yeah? in the chat room. What was your draft strategy? Here was the kernel of our draft strategy. Pe- okay. Because because people think that Ben and I are idiots that just want to draft our friends and then have a, uh-huh. a fun, laid-back NPA team. But Ben and I said, screw that. We want to win this year. So what we did was we acted like we wanted to friend draft for all of our picks. And then we let people try to upbid us. Then we laid off on them. And then we got people we actually wanted. Uh, and we didn't overpay <laughs> for the first time in rollouts history for all of our friends. Yeah, it, it seemed like not a lot of overpays this year. Uh, like, like we nominated like Toller and Colin and Caleb, who are all people that like have been on the rollouts and that we all like love to pieces. But we're like, you know, we have to pay like fifty k for them. Like Caleb, it was like three k, and then somebody was like three point five trying to upbid us. It's like, nope, you get Caleb for three point five. Like, you know, so we kind of and then we got and then we got people we wanted. And uh, although actually, I think Caleb might be probably worth a lot more than that. He's actually doing really well right now. Um, yeah, he beat Lyman, which is he beat Lyman. He's two out. We got top eight of Dallas, so. Caleb's actually showing up for sure. Um, yeah. But, so, and then our idea was, I don't know, we had, like, like, Cedric actually did a lot of our draft work, because Cedric's, like, really into, like, I don't know, NPA stuff, for whatever reason. Um, so he helped us make a board of, like, people he thought were underrated. My, my thing that I wanted was I wanted, like, a young, kind of scrappy team that was, like, I want, oh, scrappy, like, Miltank, nice. Um, but I wanted people that, like, really, like, actually, like, wanted to win every single week, because I think we didn't really have that in the past. Yeah, that I could feel that being on the team. It was very frustrating. Yeah, so um, everybody's like, like it's just out for blood on the rollouts. I really like the current rollouts. I think we're gonna do really well. So, yeah, that's yeah. good. Who's your favorite player? 
don't tell don't actually don't say that just yeah tell tell me later tell me later okay i I don't even know if i have a favorite my favorite person on the team right might be hayden just because as soon as you join the chat room the words out of hayden's mouth i like have to find the picture it's like so funny he's like i really want to be on an npa team that like is collaborative and we're like working together to like make teams is this gonna be a good space for that and i'm like hayden like i love you like you're like so sweet (laughs) like he's like a manager's like wet dream like i don't know he's it's so cute. Yeah. yeah. I found that on the gamblers. Uh, I've gotten a lot of good ideas. Yeah, yeah I think, I'm glad. Holy I'm, cow. I'm glad you're on the gamblers. Yeah. I think it's a good fit. There, there is some weird stuff going on in there, and I love all of it. That's awesome. Yeah, like, it is the weirdest collection of players, and it's fantastic. Everybody seems, like, super active, and yeah, it's great. The worst the worst part, and this is a joke, this is Target. We were talking about Ian when you were talking about Incineroar and why it was the worst Pokemon. Because uh, Ian uses exclusively an Incineroar and Ilego team. Yes. Uh, whenever we're talking about teams at all, Ian just says, "Yeah, sounds like great Nilego bait." Or like, <laughs> <laughs> sounds weak to Incineroar. <laughs> sounds like it gets wrecked by Celesteela Incineroar. <laughs> we're like, shut up, Ian. You use one team. We get it. <clears throat> uh, I love that though because I agree with him most of the time. Uh, it's, it's, really I mean, it's, he's not wrong. There are just other values to the things that get wrecked by right. the ego. <laughs> uh, that, that's so funny. Yeah, the rollouts have been yeah. pretty tame in terms of team building. I think I think it's all they're all kind of players that like like a lot of what's been going around is like standardish stuff. It's all kind of like kind of I think they're kind of established mint players. So maybe I will encourage them to like branch out a little more. Maybe you're right. It is it is strange. I, I I really like our atmosphere, but I, I have a big fight with them about why I don't like Arcanine. They're like, "What Arcanine's amazing?" So I don't know. Maybe there's a lack of. We don't have any crazy team builders in the chat. That is really the thing. It's all kind of. You needed to draft Fidget off of the gamblers. I I yeah, yeah Fidget on the rollouts bench would have been interesting. I'm trying. I'm like looking at our roster. Yeah, they're all pretty tame team builders. So. Yeah, I, I'm not looking at the roster right now, but. The, yeah, yeah. the first time I did NPA, uh, we did the snake draft, so you could like yeah. actually pick who you wanted. You didn't have to outbid people for them. Yeah. And like my strategy there was to draft established players that I hadn't had to work with before to see like how are they building teams and how how do they all work instead of just drafting all my friends. Which like I love my friends, but I'm not gaining anything by having them on this extra team. Right. Because I already team built with them. Yeah, it already happens for sure. So yeah, this year I read through every single one of the like 400 signup posts, and I rated all of the players based on like what their ability was, like on a one to five, and then whether or not they could follow directions. Um, one of the which is a big deal. Post, yeah, one of the signup post requirements was. Um, drop a rhyme and oh, a lot of people a lot of people just wrote no which meant a they read it and b they d- willingly decided that they weren't going to follow directions i was like i'm gonna drop a rhyme even if it's the <laughs> rhyme i've ever written in my life yeah um and then there were other people that would write haikus that didn't rhyme which again not a rhyme that i see what you're doing but you're clearly not following directions. <laughs> it's not a rhyme Objectively not. That's actually really actually funny, Sam. <laughs> totally yeah. valid so way of. You're totally. You're actually onto something completely. <laughs> so, I would tier people by skill, and it wasn't like a huge breakdown. It was just one to five, and then I would tier people inside of each of those tiers based on whether or not I thought they were gonna be a problem, or could follow directions, or cause drama and stuff like that. Fair enough. 
That's. I hard. feel like the the way what's what's really funny about that is that it sort of worked. Like there was some drama existing outside one of the rollouts or not the rollouts, the gamblers uh, team. But one of the mem- one of the members of the gamblers was having some drama happening, and then like almost the whole team worked collectively to deflate the drama. <laughs> yes, it was great. <laughs> it was amazing. Like the drama starting was not great, but yeah, yeah, it was not the rollouts last year. Did, 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 did I ever tell you the story about uh, Conan and Hongyu? Oh my god, I know oh. that story intimately. Sam, do you, intimately. Know this, do you know this story? I, I do not. Okay, I, I'm going to tell it because I think the people would love to hear about it. It's really funny if you know both of these guys. So Conan, Yeah, we're like, far enough away from it. Yeah, so, so Conan comes like storming into the rollouts chat room. I don't know how that could be. It's online chat room. But he's like really mad. <laughs> he's like, what have you guys told Hong Yu my team? Like okay, whoa, 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 hold up, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, 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 you know. So that that was already pretty, you know, accusatory and mean. Like, what, Conan? Explain yourself. What's going on? And Conan's like, Hong Yu told me when he played me that one of the rollouts leaked uh, my team to him, so that he knew all my spreads and all this stuff about me. And then I couldn't beat him because he knew like all my information. And I'm like, what? Like that's crazy. So we started this like two hour long like witch hunt, like the rollouts chat room. And I message Hong Yu. I'm like, what? What the heck? Who told you this and all this? And then we learned that Hong Yu just made it up. And we, yeah, Hong Yu literally <laughs> just told Conan that to f with him. And we, we just completely believed him. Like, I, it was like so bad. Uh, and it totally worked. And then uh, later at Worlds, I think Hong Yu played Blake. And he was like, uh, you know, Blake, uh, the birds told me your team. And Blake was like, oh, f you. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to fall for that again. Are you kidding? You don't know the answers to my life. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, I just think it's really funny. Like, you just turn teams like against each other, like, so easily. Uh, oh, it's it's great. It's great. Great time. Yeah. Hong you. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually a big thing. I was like, I brought it up with Zach. I was like, this is not the correct way to be using the privilege of being on an NBA team. Zach was like, that is accurate, yeah. actually. Um, but it was still, it's funny now, for sure. Definitely super funny. Yeah, MPA is a great time. Uh, National Pokemon Association, if you don't know what it is, it is Ooh. the um, premier team tournament run in the Pokemon community. Um, players are drafted and then play for teams uh, on a week-by-week basis. And then the teams with the most wins against other teams, i.e. the most wins per week, uh, end up moving on to a playoff, and then we have an MPA champion every year, and it's really fun. Um, a little late on the explanation, Toller, but yes, thank you. For yeah, we didn't need it though. Well, we did, did no, it, like though. putting it out, putting it out there now is good. Yes, um, because, than ever. Yeah, if if you're new, there's you're probably not going to get drafted. Yeah. No. Um, I I don't know how many messages you receive, Smith, as an assistant manager. Oh, I got a few. I, I get a lot of. I got none when I was that, manager. I got zero. Yeah. <laughs> like Random maybe piece three. to Evergrande Elite. I, Evergrande I, Elite, we're a real team. We existed. Uh, we had a great draft until we drafted our third player. <laughs> uh, it was Sajin. Sajin was great uh, when he played. Um, uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, he was like, is he use, like Shuckle or something? Oh. The first three weeks he played Shuckle and lost, and he never talked to me, and then he won all of his successive weeks. <laughs> and I kept putting him in because I was like, eventually he's going to take this seriously. I just know he will. It's Sajin. He, he ended up being the best player. He he ended up being the best player on the team by far. That's so funny. He's like Tommy and Sajin were the best people. I, I like it, I like having you more as a player than a manager, though. I think it fits you your uh, your talents better. Uh, I mean, I liked managing, but I didn't have the time to do it. So there you go. Because I was too busy actually playing the game. Me is... me, I belong on the managing staff because I cannot be the muscle of a team. Okay, I can't be relied upon to play Pokemon. <laughs> that's not that's not gonna work. Okay. So... <laughs> 
You you don't even rely on yourself to play Pokemon. No, 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 no. Let's no, be no. real. I say yeah. I need to win one of my next three games to cut. Okay, well that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. But yes, uh, you probably wouldn't get drafted if you're brand new, but it is something to look into and something maybe to work towards. Uh, it's a lot of fun, um, even to watch. I think watching is probably more fun than playing. Could be. The weirdest thing is uh, when a bunch of like really established players message because they're so afraid that they won't get drafted because right. they they're super it's insecure. A friends club. <laughs> Dude, that's my other Hayden story. It was Hayden like tweeting like, uh, "Hey, how do I try out for like NBA teams?" He's like, "He's a world champion. He's Hayden McDavish." Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like a really good Pokemon theorist. Has <laughs> excellent so, teams. It's like so always funny. super innovative. He went for like twenty k. He's like, oh, let me try out. Well, no, it it's people think that it's all just so clicky that like yeah, exactly. if they aren't yeah, friends with one of the managers. Hayden's part of a really small click, and, there, uh, and there's a kernel of truth to that. Really, I mean, there's a big kernel of truth to that. There's yeah, a big, for I'm real, sure, yeah. for sure. I yeah. get a lot of benefits from being in the community for so long. Yeah, the Rolex <laughs> did a lot of friend drafting for a while, so. Yeah, I don't know. The the years I wasn't a manager, I didn't get drafted. So when NPA was really small, that wasn't a big deal. NPA used to be this like it was a friend thing. It was yeah, the groups of it was the way that we got all the clicks to fight each other. Yeah, Um, it was now it is not that. It was explicitly like like you got one person from every click to like run a team. It was like like that's why I became a manager. It was like yeah, I had the whole Texas Pokemon click thing, and I was like the worst player of all of us. So I was managing. Yeah, everyone else was playing. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I also get so many messages from people that's like, oh yeah, I want a PC once, or somebody actually sent me a screenshot that they got top 500 on the showdown ladder and they were like 490 something. <laughs> oh. And it's like, wow. I don't want to... Give them time. Like, yeah, like I time. respond to everyone, but I don't know how to do it nicely. <laughs> it's like, well, that's like, an achievement, um, but you're not quite there yet. It's yeah, like, like maybe a little harder, like... Yeah. Get get yeah. some actual results and then try again next year. It really, I, I mean, I Pokemon's know. a hard game. Pokemon's a hard game, and we have high standards, and we don't like to talk about it. We like to be like, oh yeah, Pokemon's a game of luck, and it's it's not a big deal, and like just just have fun. But at the same time, it's like it's actually a hard game, and you actually can be skilled at Pokemon. It is a real real life. Yeah, it's an actual skill somehow. Yeah, we don't know how. There was there was one player, and I ended up drafting them so i'm not going to say their name <laughs> but when they contacted me they're like oh yeah i was at this mid-season and i only like i bubbled but one of my losses was to uh such and such player so that doesn't really count or they implied that it didn't count <laughs> because it listed this player it's like you know they play an npa right that's like, like exactly the kind of that is exactly what you will it's, it's explicitly will, the only thing that counts <laughs> you will be up against <laughs> them yeah no um, yeah, lots so of notables. Like, well, if you had to rematch that player, how do you think that would go? Like, oh yeah, I think I could beat him now. Um, like, okay, well, great. <laughs> Way to get, that sounds good. I think that's that's interesting. I had something really poignant to say, and I completely forgot it. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I think I gain a lot from having people on the team that aren't super established. That's yeah, I, I, there's a lot of like kind of young yeah. talent on the rollouts that I really enjoy. There's people kind of they, like really want to win. We have a senior this year. We I've do. Had a senior on my we have a before. senior who has a hard time getting to events. Oh, yes. Poor guy. I mean, speaks to my heart, really. Uh, He's half the age of three of the other players on the team. <laughs> and that's okay. That's great. <laughs> Pokemon's a young kids' game for sure. It, I mean, all be. games are young kids' games. He is the highest on the ladder out of all of us. Yes. So. He, well, is, he was like first, second, and third at one point. This is crazy. Um, 
Yeah, I I got a lot of people that were like super undervalued in the draft because I think I got Yano for three K, right? You got yeah, no one knew who, no him. no one knew who he was. <laughs> yeah, which is really I, funny. That, that, I read his sign up post and I looked at the ladder and I'm like, hmm, he well, should probably be someone I could get. I thought it was funny because the only achievement I actually put in my NBA post was that once I got last at a PC. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I I indeed did get last place at a PC. Just as a note, that was not a joke. I got twelfth out of twelve out of twelve. Um, okay. It was a bad day. Bad was, that, day. was that Pokebus? Uh, that wasn't Pokebus. Pokebus was 2-2. Um, that was actually um, uh, Date Cornelius, North Carolina, otherwise known as the town that's right next to Davidson. Right. Um, that was 2015, I think. And I brought Charizard stuff, and it was just not, the game was not playing for me that day. But that's okay. It's okay. Huh. We all have bad days. I am one of the most cons- inconsistent Pokemon players. Because my real-life priorities always trump Pokemon. <laughs> so it's like, where did he go? But it's okay. <laughs> Crying. I've done really bad at PCs before. I don't know if I've gotten the last. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> did you not pay into my sign-up post? Is that what you drafted me? <laughs> no, no, I, I read. Like I... It's okay. Luckily, you were you were one of the people that could get away with writing something like that because people know who you are, but I, you also at least put a rhyme because a lot of people just didn't answer any of the questions. They're just like, yeah, in friend code later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> friend yeah. code later. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, yeah. I really don't want to deal with you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's NPA. That's, that's, that's the thing that we just talked about. There were some yeah. questions too. While we, while there we are. play off. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Temple BGC, I, it's BGC, I wrote BGB. Yeah. It says BGC, BGC, I don't know uh, why you're talking about it. Yeah, he asks, uh, favorite BGC player to simply be around and talk to? Mm. I'm going to go with Toler. Toler's, obvious reasons. Toler's at least in my top three. I'm trying to figure out if he's my top one. Oh, this is so, I was going to say, like, Oliver and Fidget. Um, oh, oh Partially because you're right there. Um, I also, like, actually talk to Oliver a lot. Yeah. And like longer conversations when I need to have them about real life stuff. Yes, um, Toler and I. Are so if we're talking real life stuff, I might have to change my answer. But. Yeah, no, I mean like talking in general. Uh, I like Oliver. Um, I like to talk about. I like to talk to Jonathan Evans about Pokemon. I actually like to talk about Anosh. Talk to Anosh about Pokemon. I know some people get frustrated because he has really lengthy, verbose ideas. <laughs> lengthy. Um, <laughs> They're definitely lengthy. Um, but I, I enjoy that. Um, and like hanging out with people, I like. I think Oliver's fun to hang out with. I don't... There are some people in the VGC community I really don't like hanging out with. Yeah. Um, but I do anyways. And it's okay. And I'm not going to name them because I will probably need to hang out with them again in the future. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I know you're talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my picks are going to go to Toler because he's such a freaking sweetheart. It's, like, so great. <laughs> and, he, and he's going to Pokemon, too. So I'm going like, to talk to him about theory. Um Ben, I'm I'm throwing Ben Irons because I was hanging out with Ben Irons at Worlds, and he, you know me, I'm like you know antisocial, I'm angry, you know, don't want to talk to people. Ben, like, I, mm-hmm. I, it, it was just me and him like walking to like go get lunch, and anytime we saw like anybody that any of us had ever heard of, he was like, oh hi, what's going on? I'm Ben. Like you know, what's going on? How's your record? How, how's your day been going? And he got a smile out of like everybody like, like we talked to. Him. I was like, I would never have talked to like any of these people. I don't know. It was just like really amazing. Um, the power of kindness, as my mom would say. Definitely the power of kindness. Ben Byron's got the power of kindness 
a lot. So yeah, uh, obviously Blake. Uh, I mean, I'm not going down the whole like friends list and everything, but I think yeah. especially Ben is always a positive person to be around. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, and, even when he's sad, he's so supportive. It's bizarre because you can yeah. tell he's like really down, and then he's just trying so hard to bring your mood up. It's bizarre. Oh, and Tan! How could I forget Ryan oh Joseph? T Ten Tan. Does, does he still play? Sort of. Uh, sort of. Sort he's of. got college. He's got really important college stuff. Yeah, Tan's like actually legitimately busy. But um, I'll never forget when he lost in last round of Worlds LCQ. He was like so so mad and like upset for like three seconds, and then he just kind of like sucked it up. Like I don't know what he did, but because he's Tan, Tan just kind of like. He's good at, like, not staying mad. And he's just like, all right, it's fine. I lost to Blake. It's okay. And then he was, like, fine the rest of the weekend. I think he's still, like, yeah. a little hurt by that set. I think he really wanted to make it in the world. But um, he, like, didn't he let it, close. like, ruin his, our day. You know, he wasn't, like, all, like, about it. Like, that's what I, I would do. I definitely, I let Worlds 2014 ruin everyone's day. I was, I was really irresponsible about that. Oh, I ruined people's days all the time. I'm, I'm yeah. worse. So. I was, I was just, like, so down about it. Oh, my yeah. God. We, we all turned okay. like that. Uh, and then, Fidget, anyone else you want to mention? Probably Gabby. Gabby. Oh yeah, Gabby's I love true. Gabby. Very positive. Fi- fiery passion. Yes. Not not like fiery passion, but as in like no. I love speaking to Gabby. She's a very like she she's a very inquisitive person. And like in the sense of like she's inquisitive inquisitive because she cares about your opinion. And mm. I feel moved right. by that. <laughs> um that's really meaningful to me too. Sorry, I was disagreeing with you. <laughs> no, that's, that's absolutely fine. Uh, okay, we've got another question here. That's true. Um, Young Sir Jack wants oh. to know what is the favorite? What is your favorite team you've used over the years? Oh, I have so many. I love. I, I I know one that really stands out for me. Um, my 2014 national team, by far my favorite. I what, what called it tungsten. I wrote a team report about about it. Oh, it was Gardevoir, yeah. Gardevoir, Mawile, Zapdos, Charizard. Um, it was fan. Is it had a Specs High Dragon, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh man, I loved that team because it was it was my favorite thing. It was bulky offense where every Pokemon was bulky and offensive. <laughs> and I was like, "This is me. I love this." And had Trick Room Gardevoir, and it was so cheesy. And I don't know. I was so satisfied by that team. I can think of like fifteen different teams. Let me let me think from like yeah. the very beginning of my career. Okay. Um, the my... 24, 2015 Nats team you never brought. Oh, okay, okay. We'll talk about that. Um, all right. <laughs> First team that comes to mind is the team I used. Uh, at Houston 2013 that totally helped me build with, like, the Excadrill and the Spec Zapdos uh, in the Pasho Berry Tyranitar. Oh, my God. It was very, like, uh, it was it was, it was was perfect for who I was as a player at that time. It was, like, exactly what I wanted. It was, like, uh, in chess, there's this idea of overprotection where, like, you cover the same square, like, five times with, like, five different pieces and you kind of prevent them from doing anything they're going to do. And that team was that mm-hmm. to a T. It was, like, you can't get anything started. The team just kind of, like, blocks everything you want to do. Uh, which is kind of how I've enjoyed playing in the past. Uh, my 2014 Madison team, which was like, you know, the Kang, Aegislash, Amoongus, Rotomwash, Salamence, Tyranitar thing, before that was really ironed out. I loved that team because I could do like Aegislash stuff with like the substitute and the King Shield, and I was like always ahead on like the King Shield like 50-50s, and like it was very like defensive, and like like I would 4-0 people in like 15 turns by just like switching and switching and switching, and you know, that, that was classic me. Um, yeah, my Mega Venusaur team that I didn't bring to Nationals, but I should have. I loved Mega Venusaur in 2015. We were such good friends, even though we sucked. Um, I think that's it. I'm going to call it there. Oh, and uh, Michael Lanzano's Entei team that he used at the end of the meta. I love that team. Oh, yeah, that team was so much fun. With Scarf Rotom. 
Yeah. Beer buds. I, I enjoyed looking at that team. I, I it was fun. So I'm yeah, that's it. Great great teams. Good times. Oh, yeah. I, I like most of my L C Q teams. Like Yeah. I think twenty fourteen I had triple starters, Mammoth Swine Zapdos, <laughs> Mawile. <laughs> and, and that was awesome. <laughs> wait, I, wait. I lost a super integration on something dumb, but it it was. It was a it's good always set. something dumb. I also love super yeah. integration, so I yeah. can't. Yeah. I can't complain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my the first regional team I used, which was the eject button Blastoise Screech Crobat Houndoom Cough Green. Oh, that out of hell! Bad out of hell! Bad out of hell, baby. So, that was a uh, real fun team. Mamoswine, uh, I want Mamoswine back so much. My baby. I know it's not good now, but I want it back. Uh, the Beartig team. Uh, oh, yeah. Beartig, Hidden Power Bug, Seismitoad, Breloom, Politoad, Hidden Power Fire, Gothitelle. Yeah. Um, That's a team. That that was. Oh, yeah, and Scyther was on there, too. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good one. You're nuts, Sam. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. Maybe the team I had last year, because that's the only one I run in multiple events. So, yep. The yeah, Walrus the, team, yeah. Yeah, Walrus, Chandelure, Breloom, Mewtwo, Groudon. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was good stuff. I want to clarify something. Uh, the favorite, the favorite VGC player to be around and talk to. Um, people who know me may be confused as to why I didn't say Colin right away. Um, Colin Hire, that is. Um, Colin's a jerk. No, <laughs> I mean you're not all the time wrong. Um, Colin is a jerk. I, I love Colin, but, <laughs> but Colin is Colin is also like one of my favorite people to play Pokemon with. I think, um, just like because we think on pretty similar wavelengths in terms of how to play the game. Yeah, you do. So it's sort of refreshing for me. Uh, we don't always have the same opinions about everything, but he is really passionate about the game, and that really fires me up. So that's that's it's different. It's different. It is different. Much love. Colin's not like as consistently positive as the other people I mentioned. Colin, yeah, can, no. Colin can get down on himself, and he can get down on other people, which can get grating. But that makes him like a. It makes him really human, at least yeah. to me. And so, yeah. But not always the most fun to talk to. Air quotes. No offense to Colin. He's always somebody. Uh, I don't. Know, if I talked about this on the show, where like there's two types of people. There's people whose opinion you want about everything, and that you don't listen to all the time. As I said this last time, and then there's people whose opinion you very rarely ask, but you want it all the time. You said that oh, yeah. in the boiling chat. Okay, Colin's yeah. the first one. I always want to know what Colin thinks, and I don't always agree, but it's like I always want to know what Colin's up to. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one way to look at it. I don't necessarily agree with the dichotomy, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's still something I'm kind of ironing out, but it makes sense. <laughs> You'll be a philosophy major someday, uh, Oliver. Well, I'm running out of college years to do it because I'm graduating in. Oh, shame. <laughs> oh, um, I didn't mention Jake, and Jake is the person who I know will reply if I send him a last-minute question about my team, Aww. so I love him for that. It's like, hey, I'm thinking about changing this stupid thing to something e- that could be stupider. What do you think? He's like, and no. <laughs> he's like, yeah. even I. Even, even I. <laughs> no, he, he okayed the Guzzlord for me. Before the midseason, so well, and that worked, that worked out right out. for you. So that worked yeah. out just fine, yeah. Yeah, um, so he's fun. Yeah, people, we appreciate this. Is the this is the Thanksgiving podcast? 
Yes. Thanks for that question. Thanks for the question, Sam. Uh, and don't feel bad we didn't say your name or whatever. I, I, I know that happens to people. Yeah. They feel yeah. that we excluded them, but, you know. No, we, oh, if, yeah. if we did it, it's not because we didn't like you. Um, yeah. You just, we just didn't have the thought of, oh, I excluded this person on accident, like we're, I had with Colin. We're recording a podcast of. here. We're not, you know. Not, yeah, we're not, we don't have a script. It's not friendship. Flower, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oliver. No, sorry, off Oliver. Yeah, I'll, perhaps, I'll that perhaps a little My brown. I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm a little brown. I can't help it. But yeah, okay. like, like I, I didn't forget Tiffany there. It's just most of the time we aren't talking about BGC. So yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yay! I've been, I've been Wooler Tap Toler Web. Who? Tol Dim Moller. Sunlight. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I confused you. All right, and. Uh, are either of you going to regionals in the next two, three weeks? Uh, I was going to yeah. go to St. Louis, but I'm not now. I'm mad. We're going to a bunch That's of okay. Yeah. Um, International challenge is going on right now. Do yeah. you guys want to talk about your teams? Because this episode will probably get posted after it's finished anyway. I am not capable of playing in the international challenge. Did you forget to register? No. I My college internet isn't stable enough to play a battle on. Uh, That's so okay. sad. Yeah, I know. It screwed me over during the Negabridge Invitational. I was. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm playing, I'm using really standard stuff. I'm using like Coco, Lele, Mandibuzz, Arcanine, Cell, Steel, Guard, Chomp. So it's, just, it's like Riley Factor's team with a, like a few minor changes. Um, yep. I mean, Riley pretty much used like Chalk in 2015. So I kind of want to be like, I'm not, I'm not using it because like I think it's going to become the Chalk, but I think he and I like kind of gravitate to similar teams, it seems like in the past. So that's what I'm using. The standard oh. stuff. Oh, we just got new questions. Oh, cool. Oh, we did? So, Whoa! Yeah, we got like four new questions, so let's rapid fire these. Whoa! I already said I've been dim sunlight. No way. Okay, no, it's it's fine. Okay, so uh, Tyson Gernak asks uh, pros and cons of North American internationals being back in Indy as opposed to Columbus or anywhere else. We I talked about this steak and shake, but also steak and shake. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's also actually I don't know. If it's cheaper to fly to than Columbus, Columbus was Rapid the most fire. expensive I'd ever had to fly anywhere. Yeah, Indianapolis is a, a lot cheaper. It's kind of a, it's like easier to drive to. The weather's nicer, so it should be like less of a problem yeah. to get to it. Yep. Um, I don't know. I think it's fine. So yeah, um, but I like Indy more than Columbus. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, Lightcore asks, "Steak and shake, yay or nay?" I think we've answered uh, we've this also question. Covered that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and nay. Said, Post to her. Uh, and at to cross VGC asks, is Snorlax a horse now? Uh, no. 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 Nope. No, no, you cannot ride no. Snorlax. It, Machamp, however, is a horse. keep making that argument just because it learns high horsepower, <laughs> but that's horsepower does not mean is a horse. It's just a unit of measuring power. It just means it's really strong. Yeah. In Japanese, yeah. it means, oh, 100,000 horsepower. So that, I think, makes it even less, like, uh, Horsey. Yeah. It, like it means it has a lot of torque. Does that mean um, Snorlax is a car? Also, no. <laughs> apparently, um, pulverizing pancake, if you translate what right. it is in German back to English, it's stop the fun. It means, it actually <laughs> means, I, I talked to my German professor about this. It means oh. uh, done, like the equivalent of like done screwing around. That is what it means. Oh. It's like done with, done with messing around, done with having fun. We're going in yeah. for serious time now. I, um, I, I like stop the fun though. <laughs> right. <laughs> mit, mit, the uh, German preposition mit uh, means with or that sort of thing. That's the most direct translation. Okay. Yeah. Um, I originally interpreted it as finish with fun, and I was like, 
<laughs> to finish with with passion. Snorlax oh. is an artist, but that's not I, what he means. It's, it's I thought it was. I, I thought they're just like people from Finland. <laughs> <laughs> finish. <laughs> no, I hope not. Shasta uh, tap is Finland. Is that the last question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Snorlax is a Viking. Yeah. All right, Snorlax is a Viking, not a horse. Um, not a horse. Could be and Shake and Shake is me. Shake and Shake, yeah, makes sense. Carl. All right. So until next time, I'm Sam. I am still totally Sam. And I'm Oliver. And we will see you next time on The Lava Pool. No, no, that is definitely <laughs> copyrighted. Alright, peace out. Now I hit stop.